Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Hey, welcome to the Do Business Better podcast. I'm your host, Damian Mason. But then again, you already knew that because you joined me before, and I appreciate you joining me again. This is the podcast where we celebrate the self-made. We give you ideas, insights, information that you can apply to your own life and business to continue to move forward prosperously. I've got a guest. Uh, we just heard from him in part one. His name is Ken Walls. He's the founder of Client Solution Innovations. He's an Ohio-based company. He's a kid that came from uh, the wrong side of the tracks, had some problems, had some problems with his life, his personal life, had some problems with his some substance abuse. And he talks about, you know, all of that very openly and freely. And he's big on helping out others as a part of his business. His business is a marketing company, uh, an advisory company. He helps businesses uh, and, and individuals make themselves more marketable or, shall I say, more visible. He's going to tell you how you can do that. Ken Walls, welcome to part two. Damien, thank you. I appreciate you having me on here, man. All right. And part one went through a lot of uh, what you've been through and, and all that. And then if the listener is just grabbing part two, I do encourage you to hear the story because there's a lot, there's a lot there that everybody can relate to the setbacks, the, the realization that it was time to find something besides booze to, to, you know, straighten out your courage and then uh, all the setbacks you went through. So there you are. You're about what, 32, 33 years old, 34 years old, and living with your friend and his wife. Yep. You create a website for his wife, who is a realtor. You think yep. that this is how you're going to pay some rent because you've been through now the ringer. You've gotten your cars repossessed. You lost your business. You're broke. Uh, you had your battle with booze already pretty well uh, uh, at bay, at least. And you're living in their spare bedroom. You fix them up. You help them out with a website. She gives you money and you say, I can't take money. I'm staying with you. And then you said, I'm going to go and help the Mercedes dealership create a website. I'm going to start teaching them how to do uh, uh, Google searches and being more visible yeah. where did it go from there yeah so that's where it started and and <clears throat> excuse me that was in 02 and uh, 03 somewhere in there and um i again i just started freelancing and and um and and i ended up meeting somebody getting married and it didn't work out <clears throat> however i had a beautiful beautiful little girl and, um, who's now 13 years old. And, and I, and she was kind of the, 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 the kind of woman that was like, if you're going to, and I drove, I, oh, by the way, along that journey, I ended up with another Mercedes and, and, uh, you know, she's like, if you want, if you want to be a family man, get rid of that, that car and, and get a real job. You need to get a real job. And, and I can remember again, I, I was already like really insecure. So hearing that I was like, Oh my God, I got to go get a real job. And so I did, and it just didn't work out. And, and the marriage definitely didn't. Um, but I, 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 get, I was trying to help somebody. I was trying to save her from, you know, whatever, but. So the marriage didn't work out. And also she thought that security meant a normal job and you're, yes. you're, you're more of a work for yourself kind of a person. Uh, I've been there myself. I know that 
I know that uh, I'm, I'm a self-employed type. I haven't had a real job for 25 years, but I know when the chips were down and things were bad and everybody that's uh, honest can probably that's listening right now can say, Oh God, have I been there? Oh yeah. I know when the chips were down and they can give you a time and a, a year and they can say, here's how bad it was. Yeah. So you, you said you were working and you were successful. You had a sales job working for these other uh, organizations, but you didn't conform. And sometimes it's really remarkable to me. Some business owners or managers, and this is really prevalent, I think, in large, large corporations, conformity and following the path, the, the I'm sorry, the, 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 the adherence to code and conformity matters more than results. And I'm always like, who cares about what the hell? I don't care what time you show up. I don't care. Just get your work done and be successful. So you were successfully selling stuff, but you didn't conform. That didn't work. So you decided to quit and strike out on your own again. Well, I, so I, you know, again, remember when I, when I, I got sober and, and, you know, I mean, I was drinking a 12 pack of Bud Light every day and a minimum of one of the small bottles of Crown Royal a day, every day. Mm -hmm. And so I was living literally drunk all the time. And a normal person doesn't treat themselves that way, right? Somebody that feels good about themselves, they're not going to, they're not going to drink like that. It just, it's not, it's not normal. And so, you know, when I, when I got sober, I started realizing, um, it took years for me to start realizing that, you know, maybe I'm a little bit off, like with the way I think. And, and so, um, you know, I, I was, um, out of that divorce, I lost everything again. And another buddy of mine, who's a retired doctor, um, he's like, dude, you can crash at my place for a minute. I got a, couch on this this back sun porch um and it was summer so it was hotter than the hinges of hell (laughs) (laughs) it was man and i can remember i used to go pick up my little girl from the plaintiff is what i call her um and 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 i would i would bring her over and she would stay with me on that back sun porch you know and and i had no job i had been fired i the sales manager was smoking pot in one of the company cars and i called him out on it and well, I got fired for that. And, and um, <laughs> that's all right. So I, you know, but I was, I, I can remember, man, here I am, you know, now when I first started freelancing and I did that for my buddy's wife, I had no car. I had nothing, nothing. Literally I had lost everything. Right. This time, at least I still had my car and my computer. And that was pretty much it. My guitar, golf clubs, and some clothes. And, and so you know, here I am. I'm, he's, he's, I'm there for 60 days. And one day he comes home from somewhere and he's like, Hey dude, did you find a job? And I'm like, yeah, I don't really feel like I should get a job really. You know? And he's like, well, look, dude, I know you don't have any money. And I smoked cigarettes back then. I, I, I don't do that anymore, but he said, I know you don't have any money, so I'm going to help you out. <clears throat> I'm like, Oh, thank God. Cause I needed smokes. Right. He goes, here's $20. You need to get the out of my house now. Like you need to get, I'm giving you two weeks, get out. I can't have you here anymore. You're a grown ass man. You're almost 40 years old. Get out of my house. Go figure it out. And, and I, I think I was 37 or eight, I don't, I, whatever. And, and I'm like, Whoa, dude, I thought we were like best friends. What's going on here. And, and he goes, um, 
Oh, I think we have a hiccup. Can you hear me okay? Oh, good, yeah. Okay. So he says, look, we are best friends, man, but you got to figure this out. You can't stay with me anymore. Like you got to go get your own place. And he's like, I love you, but go dude, go figure it out. So I literally took that $20 and, and I go, well, and, and I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I got fired from my last job and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, dude, get back into the website stuff and the marketing stuff. You're really good at it. I had built some stuff for his medical practice before he retired. Right. And so, so I'm like, yeah, but like my name, Ken walls, like everybody's going to think I'm an idiot. Cause I got out of it and now I'm getting back in it. And, and he's like, dude, just use it, come up with a company, establish a real company. And so I'm like, yeah. And him and I used to watch the show CSI Miami. Cause there were a lot of chicks in bikinis. Right. <laughs> And so, so I'm like, dude, I could name it CSI. People would remember that. And he's like, yeah, there you go. And I, and that's at that moment, I'm plant solution innovations. That's it. And, and I went out that day, bought a pack of cigarettes, put $10 gas in my car, had $7 left for, for lunch on the McDonald's dollar menu. And, and I went bang door man and i was knocking on door after door after door that day and everybody was saying no i don't need help no i didn't i they, they just it, i couldn't sell anybody i finally came across a guy that i knew from the past and he's like and and i think i had a begging look on my face like dude <laughs> you don't understand if you don't hire me i think we're all gonna die and so like He's like, yeah, I'll give you 600 bucks to refresh a couple things on my website. And, and I was like, he could have said $6 million and it would have meant the same to me. Yeah. Right. I had seven freaking dollars. Right. And, 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 and I'm like, uh, and he goes, all right, I'm going to write you a check. Who do I make this payable to? And I'm like, well, my friends call me cash. <laughs> Cause I didn't like, I didn't have a company. It was just me. Like I, I had the idea of the company right. and then I took that and I set up the LLC and all that. So, and then dude, I just worked my ass off and That's I've it. had so many salespeople that I've hired over the years. They're like, wait a minute, you don't provide leads. You want me to go cold call? I'm like, no, man, actually, I just appreciate you being here in my office and I'm going to pay you thousands of dollars a week just for being present. <laughs> yes, I Paul. The hell's wrong with you? Yes. So, you know, that's, that's where it all started. Right. So uh, that's, that's a hell of a story right there. Uh, you know, let's think about the mistakes. How do you now, because you're 50 years old, how do you look back? Because I, I make this point all the time. People say, well, looking back, I wouldn't change a thing. And I think, are you, are you stupid? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I've had a lot of setbacks. I change things. I'm happy where I am. I'm happy about what has happened. And I've learned a hell of a lot from right. the setbacks. When people say, looking back, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm like, you must be a moron. Of course right. I do some things. You'd probably change your relationship with alcohol. You'd probably change the getting into marriage uh, marriages that fell apart. You'd probably change some of your uh, financial habits, yeah. but you can't. So what do you do when you look back at the missteps and the setbacks? Uh, how do you manage that in your head? Dude, tuition? I don't. Hey, it was just tuition? I, 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 yeah, it, it is tuition, man. You know, that's, that. again, in my book, I said, I, uh, one, of my, one of my favorite quotes is, pain is the predecessor of all wisdom. Like, I could be hanging out with you if we were children, 
and you're like, dude, check this out. And you touch the burner of a hot stove and you're like, son of a, and, and like, right. You're going to be like, that was hot. And I'm going to be like, yeah, it looks hot, man. And you're bleeding out of those wounds on your hand now, but I'm not really going to understand. I'm not really going to understand deep down inside just how hot that burner is until I touch it. And, and so, you know, yes, we want to learn from other people's pain. Absolutely. And there's plenty, but I'm one of those kind of people that I don't, I have a hard time learning from other people's pain. You know, I do learn from, from other people's wisdom. Hey, I went through this and I did this, this, and this. So if you ever, if you ever hit this road bump in your life, then you might want to take these steps. Um, but I, I, I'm going to touch the burner probably, even after your bubbling skin is, is there as evidence of that's bad idea. Right. Right. So you've learned a lot and let's talk about that stuff. All right. You've talked about what you've learned. Now you tell me what you do for your clients today. Today we, we, uh, a lot of different things and, and, you know, I, I've learned social media and how to explode and, and I've been very blessed with, um, I have a lot of uh, great, great followers on social media. Um, and, and I've learned how to use social media properly. And I see so many people not using social media properly. They're trying, but they don't get it. And, and I view social media as if you and I are just sitting and having a two-way conversation, right? If I walked up to you and I just said, Hey man, I'm Ken walls and I build websites and I help people with marketing and I teach people how to use social media and I'm the best at it and blah, 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 blah. Here's my card. Have a nice day. And I turn around, walked away. Well, you would look at me like I had a third head. Like what, what was that all about? Like, or, you know, three heads on my shoulder. Like you'd be like, what, what was that weirdo all about? So, you know, I teach people how to properly use social media. We build websites. I I, I've been blessed with Zig Ziglar's daughter. I built her website, juliezigler.com and I'm friends with them. And, and, you know, I've been, I, I, I just learned how to connect with people, man. And, and, and so that's what we do. We teach, we build websites. That's I've been, obviously I've been doing that a while. I can do websites in my sleep, but we also help people with their marketing and, and especially social media today. Okay. That's an important thing. So the person that's listening to this podcast says, Hey man, I, I, I need that. Of course, they can find you at kenwalls.com. So yeah. tell me about a client. Give me a good client story. Tell me about a, just give me a good anecdote. You know, you had a, a woman that owned three dairy Queens in Ohio and she said, she's, I need some help. And you know, whatever you got a story for me. I, I have one, but it's about a celebrity. Uh, it's not me that we're talking about, right? No, <laughs> even more of a celebrity than me. Uh, Oh, well, probably not, but he's got a well-known name. Okay. Um, So there's, there's a dude named Grant Cardone that I, 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 um, I wanted him as a client. I had signed up for some sales training for one of my sales reps with him. And I didn't even know who the dude was, but I started Googling some stuff and I found that he wasn't anywhere to be found. So, um, you know, I, I, again, I'm one of those kind of people that I will go overboard to win you as a client and a friend. Mm-hmm. I will go to unbelievable extremes. So I had some custom bottles of wine made up with labels that had his family picture on it. 
And, and I had my 21 year old assistant, I put her on an airplane, flew her to Miami, put her up in a hotel and told her to go stand in his lobby the next day and wait for him and his wife to walk in and give them this gift from me, these two beautiful bottles of custom made wine. And dude, he about shit. And he called me that morning. And, and he's like, well, if there's anything I can never do for your business, let me know. And I said, I want you as a client. He goes, what do you do? And I go websites and search engine optimization. And I said, dude, I Googled sales training and Dale Carnegie pops up and I'm pretty sure he's dead. And so some dead guys outranking you on Google. And he goes, yeah, and that pisses me off too. <laughs> and so that day I got him as a client and, and, you know, I started working on his website and stuff. And it's probably the proudest moment of my life in business because at that, until that day, I, I had thought for some reason I was trapped in this little box of Columbus, Ohio. I didn't think that I could go outside of Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, I didn't think what you do, what you do has nothing to do with uh, where you are. But nothing. Nothing. But I was like, you know, I'm from the old school, like you, like we do business on a handshake. You yeah. meet the person face to face, right? Right. right. You know, I never even imagined that I could be global. So you decided you could start helping people anywhere with yeah. their marketing and their outreach. And now that's what you do. How many people do you employ besides yourself? Anybody? A handful, small handful. Yes. So you like having a small business. This works for you. You work with these, uh, tell me, you know, the average customer, the average client, uh, you know, is what uh, a self-employed person. Yep. Small business owners. Typically. I mean, I work with some, some big names, some big, you know, my wife was the global VP of marketing for a couple of different $500 million a year companies. So we can take on the giant projects, which we do. Right. So when you look at these companies, Ken, these individuals, these self-employed people have their businesses, one thing, you know, you said that everybody's, and I, I agree with that. And in fact, I'm going to take some of your training because I look at like, you see people that go to the gym and they want to get credit for yeah. going to the gym and they are going to the gym, but they're not doing the right stuff when they're at the gym. I think that sometimes that's me with my social media outreach. I do a lot of it. I'm very, very active and I have a ton of people to keep up my stuff. But then I think, well, wait a minute. There's also a bunch of people that say, who's Damian Mason? I haven't heard of this guy that could be my clients. So right, right. what do you see? What is it? What are people doing wrong at the gym, so to speak? Well, first, number one, like the, the biggest, the biggest opportunity, this is this time period that we're in right now is the biggest opportunity in the history of mankind to grow a business with the, with the advent of social media, which some of it's still in its infancy with the advent of social media, I see a lot of people that are, are trying to use social media, but they're just not doing it right. They're not doing it right. And they can't figure out, well, I, I mean, there's people, I talked to an expert the other day that's telling his clients to post twice a week on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I said, dude, what? I thought you were an expert. I yeah. called him out on it. Right. Like, dude, an expert would not say that. That's dumb. Like you should be posting, you should be posting five, six, seven, eight times a day on Facebook alone and on Instagram, LinkedIn, put an article or two on LinkedIn every day, Twitter. I mean, you got to use everything, right? It's it, it, so that's the biggest, that's the biggest problem I see people. Don't with. you think you can wear out your, don't you think you can wear out your welcome, so to speak? 
Absolutely. And those people are not your customers. <laughs> okay. They're not, they're not buying from you. Okay. So you're not worried about doing too much to the people that you're actually trying to reach. Nah, man. I mean, I get unfriended and unfollowed all the time. And, and you know what, literally within minutes, I get a new friend request. Within <laughs> minutes, It's crazy. You tell know? me about, tell me then. Okay. Cause we, we don't want to, we don't wear out our welcome. So yeah. you gave me an example of what they're doing wrong. What are businesses doing right? What are they doing right that they should be happy about? What, what, what things you think are you just look at and you're like, Hey man, they're doing a good job. If it, I, the businesses I see that are doing a great job are the ones that are actually doing what you're doing right now. And that is they're doing podcasts. They're trying to, trying to provide free information to people without some kind of a hook to, to draw them in. They're giving out free information to, to help people grow in their own lives and make their own lives better. That's, that's the, the ticket right there. One piece of advice, knowledge, personal lesson, wisdom, anybody in any business can, can utilize something that you've learned through your ups and your downs. Give it to me, man. Um, I, 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 this okay, is no, so I know you've got more than one. So give me two or three. I'm, I'm good with that. You got the, the, the biggest cliche is, you know, never give up obviously. Right. But I mean, I've had my electric shut off. I had a car repossessed in front of employees one time <laughs> I had, which was an interesting day. Um, but I, you know, I've, I've missed payroll and had to make it up the following week. I've, I've, I've been through it all. And I think that, that people, give up, man. Like they give up on their dreams. And, and a couple of years ago, I went to try to help somebody pursue their dream and, and, and put mine on the back burner, so to speak. And, and it was the, it, it was a huge mistake. Do not ever give up. You were given a dream. We were all given a purpose and a dream on this planet. And the ones that really, really, really make it are the ones that don't give up. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't use the word dream only because it sounds, it becomes too much of a fantasy. Then it's just, it's the same kind of thing. Like, Whoa, I play the lottery. It's like, why the hell would you ever play the lottery? You know what? You might right. take your money, go outside and take a match and burn this shit, you know? No. Right. Uh, so I don't use the word dream. I use the word more like vision because dream just gets to be too much of a fantasy, but you know, you're yeah. right. Everybody's listening to this podcast wants something beyond what they, they're doing fine. But you know, they, yeah. they know there's another thing, another little, another little thing, another little accomplishment or a one more advance of the, of the business. And everybody has that. So what's yours? And this is, we're going to close out. What's your next thing? Where, where does this go for you? Well, as you know, I'm building out the wow formula, which is a private Facebook community. And I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching as well. So I'm, I'm taking that all to another level because again, the more I'm helping more people, the more my life and freedom expands. And, and that's what it's about is, is freedom and helping other people. And, and, you know, people say, well, you're, are you ever going to retire? Probably not. I, I, I doubt it. No, I agree with that. Also, people ask me that because you know, the worst ones are government employees. They just always look at how can they do the bare minimum for the bare number of years to get to where they have a guaranteed pension and retirement. And, and yes, I am, I am bashing on government employment. Okay. I'm really not, but that's, that's the mentality that is ingrained in those folks. Well, you know, if I get to 54 then I can get my guaranteed pension, blah, blah. Well, what about you when you go retire? I say, well, first off, there's no guaranteed pension for me. There's no right. retirement. There's no guaranteed insurance. I've any of that crap. Plus I actually like working. I like 
working. And everybody yeah. that's more of the self-employed entrepreneurial mentality like what they do or they like working. There's things you don't like. I don't like traveling. Sometimes right. I sure as hell don't like traveling to cold weather, gray, blizzard condition kind of stuff. Uh, but I like what I do. Yeah. I, I agree. I know some, I know some, you know, like law enforcement officers that are good friends of mine. You know, they, they, a lot of them are in that, you know, like, Hey, when I get my pension, I'm going to really go after my, my hopes and dreams and goals and all of that. And, 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 or, or vision, whatever you, um, yeah. but like, and I can't relate to that. I just can't, I, you know, I just can't, I, I, I don't judge them. Hey man, that's cool. Whatever. I mean, you know, just don't ever pull me over and we're good. But like, you know, like, no, but I, you know, it's like, I, I, uh, I think that, um, a lot of people are just paralyzed in the fear that, that somebody else put on them, man. And, and that's what I try to, the, the, what I try the most is to break people free from that. Ken Walls has been my guest. He's got a website. It's KenWalls.com, or you can even go on to the wowformula.com, keep up with him. His company is called Client Solution Innovations. Ken, thanks for being on here for part two. I think you gave a lot of interesting inspiration and ideas that people can use in their own business. You'll do it again sometime with me, won't you? Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You said I said you'll do it again with me sometime, won't you? Absolutely. All right. Till next time. Thank you, by the way, for being here. All right. Till next time, folks. Thanks for joining me here on the New Business Better podcast.